Yeah, so when a rocket launches, it's not just some singular object. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of different things, but you can think about it as two stages. It's kind of like two rockets stacked on top of each other. Okay, yeah. And uh, when they go up, the first stage eventually separates from the second stage, and it's like what you see in Apollo 13, where, you know, like, and there's the fire, and it drops back to Earth. And, and the second stage goes on to glory and its mission, and everything's good. And, and then everybody forgets about the first stage, and that's very convenient because it's not exciting. It just falls in the ocean and becomes trash. Um, it's kind of like a little dirty secret about the whole industry. Um, washes up on a beach somewhere. I've been to that beach. And so um, SpaceX decided that instead of literally throwing away millions of dollars every single launch, they would just put a barge underneath it and try to catch it, which is like, seems simple, like something you'd cook up over beers. And uh, they thought they'd give it a try. And so um, I got asked, I was working for them, and I got asked, you know, hey, do you want to lead the build of this like experimental landing platform? You know, it's very cloak and dang. I'm like, yes, absolutely, this sounds great. And that, that's how I found myself going into uh, Morgan City, Louisiana, on the Atchafalaya, mouth of the Mississippi, in the fall of 2014. And I think you like, you know, you think of space industry, and it's like this very sexy thing, it's very cool. Like, Morgan City is not super cool. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's a shipyard, it's very hot, it's dusty. Um, my really cool futuristic office was this like trailer up on concrete blocks with no air conditioning. Um, you know, I used a cell phone hotspot, cool stuff like that. And uh, I, get to, I get to site and I'm excited to meet everybody and they had told me, you know, just like, oh man, like look, you just run the cruise, get this thing put together, we're gonna tow it around, you're gonna go on mission with us, it's gonna be awesome. I'm like, yeah, great, no problem. And uh, I just get this like inkling though, I was like, God, you know, I, I, um, I should check these schematics, like, and just see what the designs look like. You know, like, I'm a launch engineer, I can understand this, I've built these things before, let's, let's see what we've got. And so I download them and I open them, and this big PDF opens, and, and I look at this air compressor system first, and it's a pretty simple little subsystem, and uh, it's got everything you'd imagine on an engineering drawing. It's got their company logo, title block, legalese. It's just missing anything else. It's completely blank. Uh, and, and not completely blank, actually. Like, there's, there's a circle in the center of the page. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. And it says inside that circle, it says air compressor. And I'm like, that is a kick-ass start. Yep, good. We're gonna need that. And then there's a line over, and there's another circle. And you know what it says inside that circle? It says, TBD, question mark. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing that really gave me pause was, like, the question mark at the end. Because <laughs> even the to be determined is to be determined. Like, <laughs> they haven't decided if they're going to come back and finish it or not. But, but I'm there to build it, so it's time to finish it. And so my job became a lot more than just, you know, like yelling at people, though that was certainly part of it. Uh, it, it was walking around the barge every day and just being like, what do you need? And, and it, was, it was crazy. It was everything from like, um, you know, doing design calculations on a little notebook, um, doing structural fluids calcs, pulling wire with people, going to the store to buy paint, you know, like running and getting food at the deli, like just whatever it took to get it done. And I just walked these laps from crew to crew around this tiny little barge until we got it done. It ended up being like four months of this, you know, 12 hour days, seven days a week, really hot, just super lovely. And we finally tow around and we're coming to Florida. And uh, we get ready for the first launch. And uh, you know, my friends, and I should, I should mention these guys are kind of a motley crew. We had a real, real, real small crew, it was like eight people, plus all the Cajuns that were, that were welding with us. These guys go by names of like, like pork chop. Uh, there's coconut. Uh, there's a grown man who calls himself Strutter. Um, we started calling him Struggler because you can't just let somebody walk around calling themselves Strutter. It's not, 
Okay, and so, you know, this is the type of crew we're working with, and they actually go out on the mission, and for the first one, I'm like, well, I'm going to hang back in mission control, because um, we had other things we were doing, it's a whole other story, and I'm watching the launch, and in the back, kind of hanging out, and it's a night mission, and you can see on this, on this grainy satellite feed, it's like really dim, and you can see kind of the bars, you can see the horizon kind of moving, and launch goes, and about 10 minutes later is when the stage should come back to land, and... Uh, all of a sudden the picture kind of gets a little bit brighter and I'm like, oh, somebody's like playing with the gains or whatever. But then it just keeps getting brighter and, and I can start to see things on the deck of the barge. Like, oh yeah, there's my, there's this little thing and there's that and these things we built and love and treasure. And uh, all of a sudden the picture just goes bright white, completely washed out bright white and it's getting just brighter and brighter and brighter. Now it's like shaking and then it's gone, static. We're like, okay. Right, great. So I jump in the car, I haul back, butt back up to the port. Next morning I get on a boat and, and, I, and I'm racing out to meet the barge at the mouth of the river. And, uh, and I actually have to go out into the sea a little bit to, to really meet it. And we'd gotten reports from the, from, the, um, from the crew that was out there on satellite phone that essentially the, the rocket had come down, <laughs> just like that actually. Uh, <laughs> it ends up, yeah, it'd come down off course and instead of, uh, aborting and just being like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm off course. It just went Leroy fucking Jenkins and leaned over and just smashed in and blew up the barge, just boom, blew it, blew it right up. And, uh, and so like, it's one thing to hear that, like, oh yeah, dope, cool, it blew up all our hard work. It's another thing to be bouncing across the waves and see it. And so I come up to it and there's just a humongous hole in the side of the barge. The ocean is just leisurely flowing in and out of it, still smoldering. Go around to the good side, I jump off the boat, and I like cram up the ladder, and I come over the edge, and everything is just gone. I mean, it's all burned, it's all twisted metal, it's totally destroyed. And uh, I start walking around, I'm like gonna make a list of everything that's broken uh, so, we can, so we can fix it. And it, and it would've just been easier to write everything. Um, <laughs> but you know, I had to be methodical about it, so I had to write everything. And uh, anyway, the punchline is, um, we start getting closer to shore, and I guess like cell phone service is coming back, so all these texts start coming in, and it's just cute stuff like, hey buddy, how's it look? And I'm like, not great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pork, Pork Chop actually texts me, and he's like, he's, the, he's our high power guy, and he's like, oh man, how do the generators look, and the, and the fuel tanks in my high power C van? Uh, yeah, um, the rocket just briefly landed on them before exploding. So, uh, like our dreams, they are but ash in the wind. <laughs> they are, they're gone. Well, uh, what about the comm gear? You know, like, what about all the communications dishes and stuff like that? That was pretty expensive. I was like, put them on a milk carton, dude. Those things are missing. I mean, they're just gone. They're nowhere to be found. And, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer. But the thing that was really, like, funny was there was this man lift, like, like a little zoom boom. So it's like you get in this basket, and it can drive around on tracks and extend out. And we're going to extend up to the top of the rocket to tie things off back when we thought it might land. And uh, it had totally been exploded, totally gone. And as a self-loathing nihilist, I'm like, well, it'll be really funny to call the guy that, like, dropped this off to us and tell him it's ready for pickup. And so... Uh, <laughs> We're always trying to recruit more people into our misery. So we crane out into the middle of the parking lot, and we call him, and he had shown up. He was brand new. He was polishing it. He was in love with it, and it's just gone. And he had a total meltdown until we told him he had the distinction of having the first ever man lift that had a rocket explode on it. Like, isn't that cool? Uh, and we wrote him a check for a brand new one, and then he was really happy, and so it was fine. But, uh, you know, it wasn't a surprise when the managers texted us and said, hey, great job, y'all. Like, uh, let's get to be ready again in three weeks. Three weeks, this is taking like four months. But we buckled down, we all came together, pork chop and coconut and everybody, and we did it. 
and we got it done, and when we get out to mission, we're on the next one, and let me tell you, that hard work, it, oh my God, it, it paid off. It's like this beautiful, clear day. I got to go on this mission. I was deck boss, and the rocket launches, and we've got this satellite dish that tracks it, and you know, it, it goes, and, and all of a sudden, the dish is like pointing straight up, and we're like, okay, it's coming, you know, and, uh, and it's coming down, and I can see it in the distance, and it's falling out of the sky, and the legs deploy, and the engines fire up, and we're like, oh my God, it's happening, you know, and like, it comes down, and it lands for like 10 seconds, and that's just enough time for us all to start hugging and jumping, and like, we're the smartest people on earth, and then Coconut, of all people, goes, I think it's tipping over, and <laughs> sure enough, one of the legs had broken, and we all swing around just in time to watch it just tip over and disappear into the landing smoke, and we're like, well, maybe it's fine. Kaboom! <laughs> Wiped it out worse than ever before, but hey, maybe the third time would be the charm, right? <laughs> Thank you.